If you're still deciding on your spring break getaway, Amtrak's got just the ticket. You can visit cities from D.C. and Philly to New York and Boston, all while enjoying more sustainable travel. Amtrak produces up to 83% less carbon emissions than traveling by car or plane. And did we mention the extra legroom and comfy seats? Book early and save at Amtrak.com. Click or tap the banner. Emissions comparisons vary depending on route and locomotive type. Restrictions may apply. A new equation for switching on outcomes is here from PwC. It's human-led and tech-powered. It's PwC with Oracle, SAP, Salesforce, and Workday. It's PwC with Microsoft, AWS, and Google. Simplify your systems and amplify your results. Switch on outcomes with PwC and their alliances. Learn more at pwc.com. You are about to hear the most interesting, informative, thought-provoking, opinion-leading, and funny show in America, on air and on the World Wide Web. This is The Rob Carson Show. This is the Rob Carson Show, and we are back for a short week, a momentous weekend for many of us. And uh, we are all standing in front of the uh, the counter at the United States Government Deli, and they're standing there and they're going, "Who ordered the crap sandwich? Who ordered the crap sandwich? We got a crap sandwich here, no bread. Crap sandwich. Anybody order the crap sandwich?" And uh, the American people are going, "I didn't order the crap sandwich. I don't want a crap sandwich here." I mean, uh, we voted with the House Freedom Caucus and said that Kevin McCarthy could be the Speaker of the House, but he's got to do some things that actually uh, gain control of the federal government, and. He here is uh, Kevin McCarthy uh, serving us another crap sandwich. There you go. That's what we went through this weekend. We got another crap sandwich in front of us. This uh, budget is a joke. It uh, allows the federal government to add 4 to $10 trillion to debt in our country where our children already owe, taxpayers already owe $130,000 per taxpayer. And, uh, and it's giving them the Green New Deal, all the Green New Deal dripping wet fantasies of the Green New Deal, deal leftists. And, and what does it get you and me? It gets you and me absolutely nothing. Absolutely zero zip and nada. And I'm trying to figure out why the, uh, the GOP and Kevin McCarthy are willing to bend over and take it without even uh, you know, getting bought dinner and a movie. And they're not even using protection. Considering that this is the man who is in the, the White House right now. This is a report from CNN on Friday to show you how little leverage that, well, no leverage that the Democrat Party and Joe Biden have right now. For Joe Biden, our new CNN poll, while the president leads his Democratic competitors by a huge margin, two-thirds of all of the American people surveyed, 66% of the public, say that a Biden victory would either be a setback or a disaster for the United States. Oh, by the way, uh, we, you know, I, I did say the word turd sandwich, and I know that there are some people in the audience who have very delicate sensibilities and have never heard a curse word before. And I don't really use curse words on the air occasionally. I'll use the A word, you know. Uh, but that's about it, really. So if you're offended by the word turd sandwich, you can blame it on multiple Republicans who are calling this budget deal a turd sandwich, because that's what it is, except for no bread. Normally there's bread. It's like, hey, look at this bread over here. Look at this baguette my god it's crispy it's delicious and ooh, the condiments and the vegetables nah you're just getting a pile of crap that's what you're getting but here's old kevin mccarthy talking about it this weekend about how wonderful it is we finally were able to cut spending we're the first congress to vote for cutting spending year over year so you cut that back 
you fully fund the veterans, you fully fund defense, but you take that non-defense spending all the way back lower than 22 levels. Now you get work requirements for TANF and SNAP, where the Democrats said that was a red line. Now you're able to reform NEPA. How frustrating we are. With It's been 40 years since you could streamline it. To build a road in America takes you seven years of review. We now limit that where it's focused, where you can only review it for one to two years. We're going to get America working again. We get the process working again, where we always have these omnibuses at the end of the year. Yeah, and by the way, uh, yeah, uh, $31 trillion debt limit ceiling will be suspended until after the presidential election. That's what they're giving us. After everything we've been through, after everything we told the people in Washington, D.C. that we wanted, what are they doing to us? The same old crap with window dressing. And you know what? It's not going to work because you and I have seen the ends of the earth. You and I have seen the lowest of the low. You and I have lost our homes. You and I have lost our jobs. You and I had our business shut down. You and I were told we couldn't worship. You and I were told that our children had to be subjected to nonsense in schools. And honestly, as far as the federal government is concerned, if there's going to be a default, then burn, baby, burn. Because honestly, I'm just so tired of the fear-mongering. You're supposed to be afraid that the world is going to warm and that it's going to cool. And then they just suddenly say it's climate change, so it could be anything and you're told every single day that you're a racist and a transphobe and a heterophobe and a homophobe or whatever the hell kind of phobe you are and honestly uh, the, the whole fear monitoring thing is wearing no beyond war thin it is beyond war thin if you think that we're scared of this budget default you're out of your nut we already know that there are safeguards we already know that the bills are going to get paid because the federal government has all the money it needs they will cover your social security don't let them fear fear monger with that they will p take care of your veterans benefits don't let the fear mongers do that honestly I just had enough. You've had enough. And I'm talking about Democrats and Republicans. I'm talking about the 60% of people who say that if Joe Biden got reelected, it would be disastrous for the country. I'm talking about the 72% of the American people who feel the country is going in the wrong direction. And this is one of the highways to that wrong direction. This budget deal, as far as I'm concerned, call Congress, tell Mel Kevin McCarthy to stuff it. <clears throat> Kevin McCarthy, he he went through all of these these uh, uh, you know these promises that he made to the Freedom Coalition and all this to be the uh, to be the Speaker of the House. And what do we get out of that? We get a lot of little bitty stuff here. Oh look, there's a there's a little uh, parsley on the plate with your crap sandwich. Oh, there's a side of potato salad with your crap sandwich. Oh, mm, enjoy your crap sandwich. Honestly, this is Chip Roy. He's one of the few people who are speaking out against this nonsense, this uh, this affront to you and me. After all we've been through, after all we've been through, they present a crap sandwich to us and expect us to take a bite. We are barreling towards unlimited debt in this country. That's, we're, we're just barreling towards an infinite amount of debt. And we've got to stop that. The American people didn't send me here to just do what the defense establishment, the spending uh, appropriators all want to do in this town, which is spend money we don't have. And respectfully, all this does is bends a curve off of a pre-COVID uh, or a, a post-COVID curve, right? Instead of pre-COVID levels, we are now going up the post-COVID curve and we're flattening it out, basically freezing spending for two years for a $4 trillion debt increase. 
I, my constituents at home do not want that. So I'm going to be making that loud and clear to my Republican colleagues that this is not a deal that we should be taking. I got to tell you, we don't care anymore. I don't think the American people care. They are like, we have seen it all, man. We've been through everything. You're not helping us out. Diminishing returns from the federal government. What are you getting from the federal government so great? Well, you get the things that you're promised. You get the promise the, you know, the, of Social Security, I guess, at least for a few more years before it goes bankrupt. And, th- and it's a pittance, by the way. Or, or you get the veterans' benefits that you've been promised because you raised your hand and you swore that you would give your life for your country, many of you returned with profound mental and physical injuries and got nothing because of it. You have to rely on great charities to help you out. The damn government ought to be buying you a house. Tunnels for Towers shouldn't have to buy you a house. The damn government ought to buy you a house that's equipped so you can get around without your legs that you gave up because you served in a war that who the hell knows what we got out of it. And then to add insult to injury, they they withdraw from Afghanistan, return us to square one with the Taliban, except for this time the Taliban has $85 billion in our equipment that they're using against us or selling to our enemies. I just, I got to tell you guys, and I, and I hate to start the week off this way, but I'm just so done. We are in the middle of a revolution right now. We're in the middle of a Maoist revolution, and they've been punching us and shooting us and burning down our cities for a couple of years. We've been cool about it. We've been saying, okay, you know what? The, the peaceful way to do it, we, should, we need to send people to Washington, blah, blah, blah. We now know that our federal government... And many of our our local elections are completely fraudulent. We know that the FBI and the CIA and the DOJ was involved in trying to throw 2016 and successfully being involved in throwing 2020 unfairly using the power of the federal government in cooperation with all of the means of communication, including big social media including the mainstream media who said most of the things that you believe as a conservative were disinformation and misinformation. When you knew the truth, and then after all of that, after everything they've dragged you and me through, they proposed another $4 to $10 trillion in debt that you're paying for. It really is, it is breathtakingly, breathtakingly tone deaf to do this to us. And we got to say no. Look what happens when you say no. Target loses $9 billion. Look what happens when you say no. Bud Light loses $15 billion. You can't give away Bud Light. Look what you do when you say no. Disney is, 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 is bleeding employees, is losing business. They're about ready to get hit with another bleep storm at their park in California where the bippity-bippity-boo boutique where little girls can become princesses is actually there's a guy standing outside with a mustache wearing a princess costume directing little girls and boys in to dress in girls' clothes. Pardon me. I got a little, I got a little frog here. <laughs> 60% majority opposed to raising the debt ceiling without spending cuts. Only 41% uh, support the White House plan to uh, raise the debt ceiling without cuts. This, according to Convention of the States, by the way, and Trafalgar Group, this was last week. 
I have a feeling that things have changed since then. Here's a little bit more from Chip Roy today. There's going to be a block of us that are a no. And I hope that more Republicans will join with us and stand up. I would like to say that we should kill this. We should move forward. We should pass a short-term uh, debt ceiling change. We should sweep the COVID money, sweep the IRS money, buy some time for Janet Yellen, and let's do it right. Let's not lift the debt. Yeah, buy some time for Janet Yellen to be removed from her office. $4 trillion. Again, I want to repeat that for America. $4 trillion. We are going to have an uncapped, actually, debt ceiling that will equal $4 trillion that expires in a lame duck. In, on January 1st, 2025, and for that, we do not get substantive policy reforms on any of the green tax subsidies, the corporate cronyism. We don't get any changes with respect to the, uh, with the, um, you know, the other things in terms okay. of the student loans, right? We're not getting rid of the student loans. We're punting that to the courts. Why are we doing that? Yeah, you know, there's a point that you stop being afraid and you realize that you've seen the bottom I've been there. I've been there. It happened not too long ago. And I saw what the country went through, what you went through. I see the shrapnel of two children who went through the, the stupid, meaningless, worthless, awful school closings and shutdowns of the last two years that have profoundly impacted the uh, classes of 20, uh, 2019, uh, 2018 from college. I can go on and on and on. We've seen the bottom. So if you think threatening us with, uh, with uh, you know, the government default is going to scare us, I mean, honestly, really, seriously, we already know that all the main, all the, they've already made plans. So that uh, some people may get their paychecks delayed, but everybody's going to get their benefits. All right? So as far as this fear-mongering nonsense, who cares? Who cares at this point? You can't say that. Oh, really? Every time we've been terrified into believing something, it's proven to be false. COVID. White supremacy and racism. I can go on and on. Whenever they just preach fear, it means that you're trying to cover up something to get you to go along because fear is all they have and honestly it's just not going to work anymore it's just not going to work anymore here's the number it's 800-922-6680 800-922-6680 i've got this what's happening in uh, cities around the country this summer uh with gang activity uh with violence it's a cultural phenomena that i've been preaching about for 30 years and now it's really hitting the fan all of that, and, and there's some good news, and even some comedy. I know, I know, I know. We are winning, but every day they're going to continue to fight us, and we've got to push them back. Let's take a break. You are listening to The Rob Carson Show, back in a few. His pronouns are he and man. His adjectives are awesome and excellent. And his interjections are hell and yeah. It's The Rob Carson Show. You know what really turned me about this uh, budget ceiling agreement between Kevin McCarthy and Joe Biden? It's when uh, Mitch McConnell said, oh, yeah, that's good. Uh, that's good. Uh, let's go ahead and uh, get this thing signed right away. And I knew that if Mitch McConnell wanted it, then I said that. No, I don't think so. Then I found out what was in the crap sandwich. Now I really don't. Nothing's happening here. The debt ceiling deadline is getting near. Kevin won't give an inch. Yeah, I'm not hungry for your crap. But Joe knows it, Mitch. Would yeah, it's a cinch. Joe has a feeling 
But I'd cave on the debt ceiling. 87,000 IRS. Legalized stealing. Pays in the budget. To lift the debt ceiling. Joe wants to talk. I want Mitch at the table. Because I know that he'll walk. Like on the build back broker plan. Joe knows McConnell is his man. He's got a feeling. Come on, Mitch. That I'll cave on the debt ceiling. I'm known for dirty dealing. Like caving on the ceiling. Joe's got a feeling. Be a pal. That I'd cave on the debt ceiling. So the 99-page bill, which is down from the usual, I don't know, 2,500 pages that they say pass it before uh, we read it, like Nancy Pelosi used to say, uh, released Sunday would raise the debt ceiling by $4 trillion to a total of $35 trillion, suspend, suspend the nation's debt limit through 2025 to avoid a, a federal default, which doesn't mean that it's just going to go to 35 It can go up to 40 maybe even more than 40 thought you should know about that. Republicans who only wanted to raise the... Uh, debt limit by 1.5 trillion are calling the deal a blank check to Democrats because it doesn't fully rescind all 80 billion in IRS funding or the 87,000 new agents who will go after you and me. That's the reason why. Don't believe me? Look at all the people who are just at, just near the Capitol grounds on January the 6th versus all of the people who had the same cell phone data that the IRS could have and the FBI could have tracked in cities around the country that burned the summer of 2020. Okay? See what I mean there? So it fails to cap federal spending for 10 years does not reclaim all $50 billion in unspent COVID funds, among other things. Um, the cornerstone of the deal, two years expansion of the uh, debt ceiling through January 25 after the uh, election. So that means everything, everything in this is based on politics continuing to feed the monster in Washington, D.C. while you live with less. That's really what it's all about. Although they do say that they might require some people who get free crap from the government to maybe work. Here is uh, Ashley Allison on CNN. She's a Democrat. uh, Balking at the possibility that people might have to actually work to get money and stuff from the government. Well, I think it's important to note that also Social Security, Medicaid, Medicare, all staying safe, not being touched at all. I think the Republicans' obsession with work requirements are offensive to poor people, assuming that people want to be poor and don't um, have the the fight inside of them to work hard. It's offensive, and I think it will uh, ultimately come... Oh, it's not offensive. You know what? And screw you if it is offensive. If it's offensive that people are required to work for what they get paid, then be offended. Honestly, be offended. Uh, a backlash, but I think the way there will be no backlash. There's no backlash at all. The American people want people who get welfare to get off their asses and do something. If you can do it, do something. Able to negotiate and protect veterans, people who um, are homeless is really important. I also think, though, yeah, how's that um, homeless if, thing? How's that homeless thing working? If a Democrat is associated with anything to do with homeless people, just realize the homelessness is only going to get worse. Is Kevin McCarthy going to be able to get it done in his caucus? I mean, we were all sitting here at 2 a.m. in the morning seeing if he can get speaker votes, and we weren't sure what concessions he made. And so can he hold his caucus together, or is he going to have to rely on Democrats yet again so that our country doesn't default? Yeah, our country doesn't default. I don't even care. 
There's a student <clears throat> loan repayments will resume. Since March of 2020, Americans with federal student loans have had their payments on pause due to the COVID-19. So for three years, people have uh, not had to pay their friggin' student loan bills. Uh, my mortgage didn't go anywhere. How about yours? My electric bill didn't go anywhere. Did yours? In addition to putting off a student loan repayment, President Biden has also tried to impose a forgiveness plan to waive ten to $20,000. Uh, like I said, you've got the unspent COVID loans. They say that the agreement is clawing back $30 billion in unspent coronavirus relief funds. That's nothing. That's pocket change. That's a joke. That's 25% of what we've spent on a war in Ukraine against Russia. Unbelievable. I say, back to the drawing board, I say, you know what? Honestly, default? Really? Sure? Right? I mean, I hate to tell you this. Millions of people defaulted because the government made them by shutting down their businesses. Do you think we really care if the government defaults? Uh, your call's welcome, and more on this coming up. It's the Rob Carson Show. Hey guys, it's Carson for 4 In a startling description, the UN food chief warned the world with the words, knocking on famine's door. He called what we're facing a perfect storm of a perfect storm. And he's not alone. Barron's published that a food shortage could be coming even in the U.S. Farmers see it too. John Boyd, a fourth-generation farmer, says we're going to see empty food shelves in the coming months. That's why survival food is more important than ever now. Create your own stockpile of the best-selling Four Patriots survival food kits. It's not ordinary food. We're talking good for 25 years, super survival food, hand-packed in a family-owned facility in the United States, giving jobs to over 200 Americans. They have different delicious breakfasts, lunches, dinners. You can make these meals in less than 20 minutes. Just add boiling water, simmer, and serve. And right now, for the next few days, listeners of Newsmax will get 10% off their first order at 4patriots.com by using promo code Newsmax. Now, that's number 4patriots.com. Go to 4patriots.com, use promo code Newsmax, and start your stockpile today. Joe Biden's first year in office summed up in three words. Welcome back, Carter. That's not right. It's not fair to us. And honestly, it's not fair to the world. It's the Rob Carson Show. Chicago had a bloody Memorial Day weekend, a new record. Yeah, with their new uh, their new mayor, their new woke leftist mayor. Uh, 51 people shot, uh, 12 fatally, although I think I went up to 14 people shot in Chicago fatally over the weekend. We had uh, attacks at uh, beach communities around the country near Chicago, in, uh, let's see, near Boston, among others. Got some cultural rot going on there. We'll get to uh, to that. Um, also, uh, uh, New York is, uh, you know, going to hell in a handbasket. They've got uh, New York uh, Hotel is actually has migrants in there they say it's a free-for-all including children getting drunk so there you go that's the uh, that's the future of the country with democrats in charge multiple republicans said they're going to vote against the turd sandwich debt ceiling deal declaring it an insult to the american people <clears throat> chip roy came up with the turd sandwich analogy although i've been using the turd sandwich an analogy for a while, uh, Representative Matt Rosendale from Montana said the D.C. swamp has proposed its largest debt ceiling increase in our nation's history, adding $4 trillion to the existing $31 trillion. <clears throat> Pardon me. The Fiscal Irresponsibility Act fails to cut spending, uh, continues to, to fund the Democrats and Biden administration's radical agenda. 
by the way, John Kerry wants to come after American agriculture. He wants to try and make it carbon-free, even though there are no electric tractors and combines and delivery trucks, and it's a joke. It's meant to kill our country. Don't believe me? Look what they're doing to farms in China, among other places. It's frankly an insult to the American people to, to support a piece of legislation. That, and they did that during Mao's revolution. A lot of people starved to death. Only like 60 million of them. It is frankly an insult to the American people to support a piece of legislation that continues to put our country's financial future at risk. Montanans did not send me to Washington, D.C. to support business as usual. That's why I'm voting against the Fiscal Irresponsibility Act. <clears throat> Representative Ralph Norman called the deal insanity. $4 trillion debt ceiling increase, no, virtually no cut, cuts in, uh, is not what we agreed to, not going to vote to bankrupt our country. Uh, and then, of course, the, the, uh, the White House uh, said this is good news, good news. The agreement prevents the worst possible crisis, a default. For the first time in our history, now we've done it several times, including the Carter administration. You don't even know that, do you? It's happened several times. It takes the threat of a catastrophic default off the table, global warming, climate change. Should terrify you as well, by the way. That's why they use fear. McCarthy, too, was confident in the remarks of the Capitol. At the end of the day, people can look in, together and, and be able to pass this. <clears throat> Here's what could happen in the United States if a default happened. It could cause financial markets to freeze up and spark an international financial crisis. Now go to Germany, see how it's going over there. Analysts say millions of jobs would vanish, like have done in this country, actually. Yeah. Borrowing and unemployment rates would jump. Oh, they already have, actually. And the reason why unemployment <clears throat> is lower is because so many people can't get by on one job, so they're working two. And a stock market plunge could erase trillions of dollars in household wealth. Uh, that's only for the people on Wall Street, the, the Wall Street bankers and uh, hedge fund managers and all that. They might get hurt a little bit. Uh, they didn't during COVID, by the way. They just got richer. It would all but shatter the $24 trillion market for Treasury debt. Anxious retirees and others were already making contingency plans for missed checks. You're not going to miss your checks. They're already taken care of. There is a plan already happening. Marjorie Taylor Greene said it last week. They've already got a plan. This date of January, or ju ju what, June the 6th, which has now been moved, I guess, to June the 12th or something. I don't know what the hell. Uh, so it was June the 1st, and then the 6th, and then the 12th. Uh, this bill would next go to the Senate, where Republican leader Mitch McConnell said senators must act swiftly and pass this agreement without unnecessary delay, which says to me, don't pass it. Because if Mitch McConnell gives it the thumbs up, I give it the thumbs down. Central to the compromise is a two-year budget deal that would essentially hold spending flat for 2024. Who cares? While boosting it for defense and veteran, veterans and capping increases at 1% for 2025, but it still means the debt ceiling can explode up to $10 trillion. It ensures people uh, ages 49 to 54 with food stamp aid would have to meet work required. Why just 49 to 54? If they are able bodied and without dependents. Yeah, you got to work to get paid to feed your family. That's the way it works, right? It halts some funds to hire new Internal Revenue Service agents, as Republicans demanded, rescind some $30 billion for coronavirus relief, uh, keeping $5 billion for development of a next generation of COVID vaccines. How about just let pharma do it? 
You, yeah, you start your R&D right now, and you pay for it yourself if you want to make the crap loads of money that you did during the last pandemic where the federal government paid you off to, uh, to force its people to buy a vaccine that didn't work. How about you do that? Unbelievable. Let's go to Claude in Arbutus, Maryland. Hey, Claude, welcome to the Rob Carson Show. What's on your mind today? Rob, listen to this, okay? I lost my truck because of this nonsense with a high inflation. Yeah. I've lost my business. I, I'm recouping it. I'm starting over again, trying to get it going again. And they're worried about this debt ceiling. And, you know, my credit cards are high now and everything else. So, you know, what's it matter if we go any higher? Because we're... We're in trouble, no matter how you look at it, my friend. Yeah, yeah I'm, I got to tell you, I, you know, I know. It, it, listen, Claude, are you scared anymore? I mean, are you scared of a government default? Because honestly, you've seen the bottom. You lost your truck. You lost your job. You got to reinvent yourself at this stage in your life. Well, you know, the messed up thing is, um, I was a volunteer firefighter for twenty years, and I got hurt with my heart and tunnels to towers. I asked them for help. They wouldn't even help me. They told me I don't qualify. Well, it may be uh, a, a, an injury associated with services, what they cover. So I'm not going to throw shade on tunnels yeah, no, and No, no, no. I understand what they're they, they're, they're dealing with, like, real catastrophes is what they were yeah, talking about. Yeah, I know, bro. I mean, yeah, but where's, where's the government safety net? Claude, where's the, where's the government safety net, bro? There is Where none. is it, man? Nah, I don't give a crap, man. If, now, here, Claude, I got an idea. Do, do me a favor. Will you do this, buddy? Sure. Uh, get a ride south of the border and sneak across the river. And you'll get a place to stay and a debit card for food and a phone. Why don't you do that? But I will tell you a good story if you want to hear one. Please do. Well, this dog was left at the animal shelter. The police brought it in. Somebody removed its eye. I don't know what happened, but he lost his eye. He's a black German Malinois puppy. He's eight months old. And I adopted the dog, and the dog goes everywhere with me. And the dog is the nicest dog you ever want to meet. And I'm trying to get the news media to cover the story. To thank this Baltimore County police officer Gilbert in Cockeysville precinct for doing what he did, and I talked to him today, but I told him that the dog owes me for a roast beef sandwich because he took my sandwich yesterday. <laughs> all right, Claude. Hey, man, you hang in there. All right, bro. All right, uh, bro. Uh, all right you take care of yourself. Because listen, I mean, like I said, I mean, the government has already put you and me through hell, and 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 I've said uh, the the law, the diminishing returns. What are we getting for your money? Seriously, what are you getting? Are you going to hold the Social Security check that I worked my entire life for above my head now? Uh, that you made the promise that, that that's supposed to come to me when I turn 65 or 70, whatever. And that's not for years for me, by the way. All the things they promise you as veterans. Oh, they're going to keep their promise. Well, praise Jesus and pass the mashed potatoes. Government's going to keep its promises. And all you got to do is raise the, the federal debt by $10 trillion. What a screw job. Honestly, what a screw job. This government, honestly, we need, this is, it has to be a new American revolution. I'm not talking violent. The left has been waging a violent malice revolution against us for about four or five years now. But it's time. I mean, it is time. It is time to, to throw as it throw the bums out. It is time to grab your pitches, your your pitchforks and your torches and surround the Capitol. I don't know what it's going to take. I don't know if it's going to take a uh, hundred thousand truck drivers and people to drive to Washington D.C. and just park their cars and throw the keys around the Beltway. I don't know what it's going to take for these people to realize we are serious here. We're serious. These are abuses and usurpations. 
And then you, you, you throw us a bone. This is what they do. They go to Washington, D.C. They spend their entire lives telling us how to live ours. They feast on foie gras, and they throw us the crumbs. And now they just want to jack up the, the foie gras in Washington, D.C., and you get some crumbs. They say, well, you know, you're going to get a whatever, whatever. You're going to get nothing. At best, you're going to get the promises fulfilled that they made, which they should. Victor Davis Hanson is a pretty amazing guy. I've got some audio I want to share with him in a second about this uh, cultural revolution that's happening in the country and where it's going. And then also, I, I got something here. Robert Kennedy Jr. is a major threat to the Democrat Party. And I'm going to explain how I think things could happen in this country with regard to uh, Joe Biden. And with regard to the next election. But uh, over the weekend, and you know I've been saying this for uh, about two years now, Joe Biden will not be able to be the candidate for president. And honestly, if you, uh, if you don't believe me, look at the fact that he launched his campaign three weeks ago. Since then, he's had the lowest approval ratings of any president in history. Uh, since then, we found out that more than 60% of the American people feel that if he had a second term, it would be disastrous to the country. All right. All of these things. So if you really think that the Democrat Party is behind Joe Biden 100 percent, where are all the Joe Bidens doing an awesome job uh, commercials? Uh, where is the all of the celebrities, all of the all of the people in Washington, D.C. who say, yep, we are behind Joe Biden all the way. He's doing the right thing. You've got a few outliers. They show up on MSNBC and they say, oh, yeah, you know, we've got unfinished work and all that. But they know that the SS Titanic is sinking. This is Steve Forbes over the weekend. Steve Forbes, uh, I, I uh, don't uh, respect him as a, uh, as a politician or a candidate, but I do respect his knowledge of uh, financial markets, et cetera. And here he is talking about uh, Joe Biden's candidacy. And, uh, you know, this is going around social media, Steve Forbes, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I've been saying this for now two years about Joe Biden. No, and I think uh, that's why... Next. Will Joe Biden run for president? Cheer. Will he be the candidate? Let's start that again. Will he be the candidate? No, and I think uh, that's why next year Joe Biden will not be the Democratic Party nominee. Whoa, you're on record. On record. Because the economy, yeah, they can sweep the Hunter stuff away, but that, that, that has a stench out there. So you have a poor economy, you have a president people feel is not up to the job anymore, certainly not for the next four years. Mm -hmm. So I don't know what the scenario is going to be, but they cannot have him running in November of 2000. I will tell you who they don't want the candidate to be. Robert Kennedy Jr. And I'm going to explain why in a few minutes here, because I have a, a little report out of San Diego. We're a very passionate crowd, the largest crowd to see a Democrat candidate. Since Hillary Clinton, uh, you know, paid people to be in the audience. And uh, it's got Democrats shaking in their boots because he's not your standard run-of-the-mill leftist lunatic like is running the Democrat Party right now. Here is, uh, here is uh, a Steve Forbes, if not Biden, then who? Uh, I think uh, you could see sort of a replay, at least in spirit of 2020, 
when they're fearing Bernie would take over. They didn't mind his policies taking over. They didn't want Bernie to take over the Democratic Party. And so they engineered Joe Biden's nomination. I think Governor Newsom of California has illusions of that. I think uh, the governor of Michigan, some others are thinking some scenario may come along. They have the problem with what they do with Vice President Kamala Harris. Maybe there'll be a Supreme Court seat opening. Who knows what the scenario is? But they know they cannot go with this guy in this kind of condition. Okay. Especially after the debates in the Republican Party show that this is a party developing ideas, a lot of new faces, and so people want something new. Uh-huh. And it ain't what Washington, D.C. is giving them right now. Uh, 800-922-6680. RFK speaks this weekend and uh, sounds a whole lot like JFK. Uh, We'll get to that in a second. This is The Rob Carson Show. The D.C. swamp has divided us. It's time to come together to fight for America as founded. It's The Rob Carson Show. By the way, the uh, work requirement... For uh, welfare, in other words, uh, get paid for the money you get. How about that? Because you know what? If you just get paid and do nothing, I think we've seen the fruits of that for the last, I don't know, about 60 years in America. Work requirement is 18, from 18 to 49 to 18 to 54. Uh, wow. Why can't people over 54 work? I'm over 54. I work every day. I work about 12, 15 hours a day. <sighs> anyway, yeah. Turd sandwich. That's what the uh, that's what the uh, Republican uh, and uh, the the compromise as far as the federal uh, uh, budget is concerned. So raise the limit to thirty five trillion dollars, and you get a bunch of uh, crumbs thrown your way, which don't impact you. Do you suppose the people in Palestine, East Palestine, Ohio, give a rat's behind about the budget deal? You think their life's going to get better? How about farmers with all this Green New Deal nonsense? You think you think life's going to get better? You think the price of gas is going to go down? You think the price of groceries is going to go down? Not one little damn bit, but you know what? <laughs> do, you, do you think that the, the people in this country who have made the largest economic sector, the largest sector for growth in America right now, outside of maybe tech, is dollar grocery stores? Dollar General, Dollar Tree, because... People can't afford to feed themselves, so they're buying their food at the dollar store. Used to be reserved for, I don't know, uh, Pringles that were near their expiration date or a flavor you didn't like or maybe a spatula set. Now it's, oh, i got to feed the family. Got to go to Dollar General. Unbelievable. Let's go to Steve in uh, Darlington, Maryland. Hello, Steve. Welcome to the Rob Carson Show. What do you think, man? Thank you, Rob. Thank you. Um, yeah, I, well, I to- first of all, I totally agree with you. This is a, this is a nightmare, this, uh, this deal. Uh, in addition, that you know all the you know all the reasons why it's bad on its on on its face. Uh, you remember back in January when when we uh, the, the so-called conservatives put McCarthy in, and they promised her uh, they promised us that things were going to be different this time. They weren't going to be uh, doing these deals uh, where you have a handful of establishment Republicans uh, get together in a room and work work with the Democrats to come up with, with the, this garbage uh, type of legislation. Uh, now they're doing the same exact thing. My congressman, Andy Harris, he's a good guy. He didn't have any input on this, and it looks like he's not going to have any input at all. He's going to be told to, to go out on the floor, and he's going to be able to have to vote up or down. He can't, pay, he can't offer any amendments. Uh, you know, I don't want to get too inside baseball. We, we got this. We supposedly had this rules committee, which was... Which was uh, Put in a handful of conservatives, and we were told unless they all agreed, uh, nothing was coming to the floor. 
And it looks like uh, now they're now McCarthy's going back on that. He said he said they all had to be unanimous. If all the rules committee members weren't in agreement, the, the Republicans nothing was coming to the floor. Now he's saying, well, we only need six out of the nine. And and the one, let me just say one thing: we need to put some pressure on this guy. Uh, I know conservatives will love this guy, but he's he's not what uh, you know what he appears to be. It's Massey. Massey's the one that's going to push this through. Uh, so if you're in Massey's district, you ought to be calling him and tell him to stop this thing right now. Uh, Thomas Massey through, from Kentucky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. I know a lot of conservatives love him, but he's not what he appears to be. He's a, he's a, he's a real flake, this guy. Um, yeah. And I, 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 anybody in Kentucky, if you're in his district or, or even not, you need to call this guy and tell him to get with the program. Um, and, and, and it's time to get, it's time to exercise, you know, they put the, they, uh, they put the rules in that any member can, can, uh, you know, bring McCarthy back up to a vote. I heard Chip Roy today saying he, uh, he, he didn't come out outright and say it, but he pretty much alluded to yeah. the fact that uh, yeah. he's going to be, he's going to be starting the motion to get McCarthy out of there. Uh, yeah. yes, the, he can't stay in there. Uh, and he's basically, he's basically working, uh, you know, he's Jeffrey's right hand man in, in terms of, uh, you know, uh, getting getting uh, the agenda for the for the establishment through. Hey, Steve, I gotta run. I gotta run. Great points. I greatly appreciate your uh, your due diligence as far as your uh, your homework with regard to what's happening in Washington D.C. Well played. Uh, and I don't believe they're gonna. Well, I hope to hell they're not going to get away with this. I appreciate your phone call. You know, Kevin McCarthy, I called him a, a, a vinyl siding salesman originally, and, and then the, the Freedom Caucus said, hey, if you want to be the Speaker of the House, we're not just going to rubber stamp you. And he started doing some really right things, and he was doing very well until uh, this weekend. So eight hundred nine two two six six eight zero. Let's take a break. It's a Rob Carson show. Hi, it's Tony Marino, host of the Newsmax Daily Podcast, your daily news bulletin of Newsmax's top headlines, along with commentary from our hosts and experts. You can learn more about all of the free podcasts, including Newsmax Daily, Rob Carson, and Jerry Callahan at Newsmax.com slash listen. You know, everybody's reporting the same stories, the same spin. You turn the channel, it's always the same. But not us. We're different. We report the real news. No spin, just the facts. Turn to us and you won't turn back. Tune in to Rob Schmidt tonight on Newsmax.